Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's daily podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Session will start in one minute. Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. Today is June 28, 2021. The time is about 3.30 p.m. Reddy and NBC does conduct Zoom conference calls every single day. For those people who are in the uh, Zoom, if you want to ask any question, please uh, raise your hand. For those people who listen to this in the podcast, radio, and other media, you can check our timings at rnlogroup.com. Jaipal? Hey, Rahul. Good evening. Thank you for taking this call. Sure, Jeff. Okay, Rahul, like, I think uh, we had a discussion like a couple of months back, like when my alone uh, to alone petition got denied, like I traveled back to India on April 21st and I'm continuing here. Um, so uh, I, I mentioned that like I have a, one other HNB with a different employer. Uh, so I, I'm just thinking like whether I can start uh, enabling the CapExam process so I just want to get your opinion. Where so, you, where you, yeah. where did you ever worked on H1B before here? No. So the H1B that got approved, was it approved mm-hmm. under the council processing? No, it's it's approved with the change of status, but I traveled to Mexico. I'd retained my alone status. Did you traveled after October 1st or before October 1st? Uh, before October 1st. Okay. When is that H1B expiring? Uh, it's already expired. Uh, technically, you're not counted toward the H-1B number because you're never on H-1B though. Yeah. So you can't reactivate it. Oh, you see my point? You should have waited until October 1st and then left the country instead of leaving it before October 1st. Okay. Because to count towards the H1B number, any of mm-hmm. the two things must following things must happen. You must okay. have a passport stamping with the H1B that never mm-hmm. occurred for you, and you must okay. have had the uh, you must have had the uh, uh, I-94 valid. That never occurred for you though. So okay. there is a technical fault in it. You cannot technically reactivate the H1B. Oh, which means like there is uh, there is no uh, point in having this H1B. That's what you're trying to say? Right. You should have waited until October 1st. You left the country before October 1st. Do you see my point? Yep. Okay. Any um, other questions for me? Okay. So, um, so let me go back and validate my dates. And um, okay. So in case like if, if the dates are not correct, like what I'm stating, like it's a valid H1B. Is it advice to maintain the cooling period in India or uh, can you start that CapEx uh, initiation now? 
when you say cooling period you mean to say one year period yes that's right well how long you have had the l1 visa so i had close to four and a half years yeah it's up to you i mean you can come here and apply for the green card application and then okay. get the extension the h1b if you want okay. to okay but with the current trend like perm is taking like a longer duration all those things right like that's what i thought yeah you can have the perm started right now itself even before you enter into okay. this country okay lot th- and mm-hmm. yeah go ahead the last question that i have is like my wife got picked in the current lottery and um, so in case if i'm traveling along with her in h1b uh, this h4 period is yeah. it h4 or h1b Uh, she's she's going to get in h1b i'll be planning to come in h4 whether the cooling period like 12 months is considered even if i'm going to be in us no once you are in united states no matter what status you are in the cooling period stops there you have to be one year outside the country so if you are in h4 that that one year is not counted the time period that you are on the h4 Okay, got it. Got it, Raghul. So probably I'll read. Next, to, uh, next, next person, please. Yeah, thank you. We'll Vijeta? limit two questions to a person, guys. Vijeta. Uh, hi, Rahul. Uh, I am on H four visa, and my parents are here on a visitor visa. Uh, my mom's old sister lives in Texas and is a U.S. citizen. Uh, can she apply uh, for a family-based green card for my parents while they are in the U.S.? Ah. Uh, Can you hear me? Oh uh, yes. Okay. They can apply for the green card, but your parents cannot stay in this country based on that application. Okay, I I didn't get what does that mean? I mean, their I ninety four will end in October, so they can't stay beyond that. You mean? If they have to leave the country, even though your aunt applies for their green card. they can't stay based on that application what status you are in this country right now uh, i am on h4 you know that your husband did your husband filed an i1 green card application uh, yeah 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 we are uh, our priority date is not still current so we can't do wait, anything wait 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 just because the priority date is just because the green card application has been filed you are not staying in the country is it right you're staying in the country because of the h1b and h4 is it right correct correct so once the b2 i94 expire how are they going to stay in this country uh, no the moment my aunt applies uh, i485 right so no no, no 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 they cannot apply i485 the priority okay. date is backlogged by about 20 years for them Okay, I mean, I'm asking for my parents because my mom is my mom's own sister, so it's for them, not for us. No, you, for sister to sister, there is a twenty-year waiting period. Twenty-year waiting period? Yes. Okay, okay, okay. You need to go into the visa bulletin, watch okay. for the fourth preference. Okay, then you will see it's not twenty years; it's about fifteen to sixteen years. Okay. 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 Okay, next person, please. Tejasvi. Uh, hi. Uh, sorry. Uh, my name is Vijay. Uh, it was named that wrong. Probably. Uh, hi, Rahul Garu. Uh, sure. So my question is: uh, Currently, I am on H one B. 
last year October, uh, I downgraded. Uh, I have applied for the 485 from EB2 to EB3 as a new downgrade application. Uh, currently, uh, the the status is uh, it's just like a, a fingerprint free process. That's it. Uh, I haven't got any 140 approved yet. Uh, I guess this morning my lawyer uh, applied the premium processing. I'm with the same company uh, from 2011. Uh, with the same mm -hmm. company and the same one, uh, 140 is applied from the same company. Uh, and my question right now is uh, my current H1B is expiring on November 15th uh, this year. So mm -hmm. recently uh, in the month of June starting, I have applied for H1B extension and mm -hmm. it's in the premium processing right now. And mm -hmm. a few days back, uh, I, have a, I, have received a uh, I have received a status saying that uh, notice of, uh, uh, sorry, notice expiring USCIS action was mailed. So when I when I when I went to the some uh, Google forums, I mean like immigration forums, they're saying that it might be annoyed or it might be a critical RFE. So my question is, uh, so what are my chances? Uh, wait, wait, wait until it comes in. Right now, it could be one thousand different things. It could be just a medical. No, no, no. this is vegan H1B premium, not not about for it. Oh, sorry, sorry. In the H1B premium, they should RFEs, right? Yes. Okay, so wait until the RFE comes in. Don't speculate it. Okay. Okay. Because so once we speculate it, there will be too many speculations. I don't want to speculate it. Hold on for a while, okay? Okay, sure. Thank you. That's it. We Next question, please. Hi. Hi, Rahul Garu. I'm a big fan of your, uh, thanks for your help and aid to the community. Sure, sure. thank you. Okay, so uh, this, this is what uh, you know, I wanted to ask you. So I'm on H1B with employer A, uh, mm -hmm. so which is valid for two years. This is my fourth okay. or fifth extension okay. with them. So I got my GCEAD approved. The question is, uh, if I use my EAD for a second job, I obviously I don't, I, I want to get rid of this H1B stuff. I want to, I want to go with EAD. So if I, of if course. I start my second job using EAD, right, what will happen to my H1B with my current employer? Doesn't matter for you. Well, you're in EAD right now. How does it matter what H1B is invalid, technically speaking about, because you use the EAD now. Okay. If I use, if I use for the second job, right? Right. So will my current employer get to know about my second job? Um, he will not. He will not. And you are under no duty to inform him. Okay. That's all I have. Thank you, sir. Oh, one, 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 one last thing. So should I, should I have to inform my employer to change my H1 to EAD, something like that, current employer? You're under no obligation to do that. Okay. You don't want to give a hint to them. Okay. All right. Next That's all question. I have. Thank you very much. Bye. Thank you. Vidirana? Uh, yeah. Um, hi, Rahul. Nice to meet you. Um, I have a question saying, uh, I joined a firm on April 5th and they filed mm -hmm. my H-1B. Now they have terminated my, um, my job status on uh, 30th, that is coming uh, June. Um, but my H-1 has been picked. I'm still waiting on the status of my H-1B. Should I file it under premium or what are my options? Wait, 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 wait. Mm -hmm. The company that filed the H-1B, yes, they terminated your employment right now. Correct. Your H-1B is already filed. Are they going to file it right now? It's already filed. Are they going to do premium processing? You cannot do by yourself. They have to do premium processing. Oh, okay. Uh, no, they. I haven't like had a word with them in that case. 
that should you cannot by yourself do premium processing you have to go with the company though okay okay so that was personal. so so now the next question that pops up is will they withdraw the h1b will they not withdraw the h1b if they get the h1b approval that's going to be in good shape for you if they do premium processing it's going to be good for you but if they don't if the h1b is approved your f1 will be kicked out and okay. and you will have 60 days to join some other company on h1b okay i already have an employer who is uh, willing to transfer my h1 status and also give me a job the question the- problem is we don't know whether the h1b will be withdrawn or not they said so they are not going to do that i already asked them that are you going to revoke my h1 they said they are not going to revoke my h1 check with them if they if you would pay the money and they would accept the premium processing then i would get the premium processing approved so you know you'll be in a good shape to transfer to a different company okay and the other question is in this case i have to go back to my university and uscis and inform them about the termination yes because of the uh, because of the opt and stem extension requirement you have to okay my opt has already expired in that case it expired on june 21st so i am under cap gap right now yeah once you have the new employer yeah i would inform this the new employer okay uh, okay so i inform the new employer but not the university right no you need to inform the university also oh okay 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 you so uh, you're still under the cap gap because the h1b is not been withdrawn you correct. still have the cap gap option correct okay next sure. person please thank you sandeep Hi, Rahul. Uh, this is Sandeep. Um, so my EB two, uh, I have a my prior date is June uh, June fifth, two thousand fifteen. So uh, since we only have like three months left for October, do you still prefer to downgrade it now? Yes, absolutely. Because, yes. Okay, even if it's in the pending state until. October it's still okay right that still is fine you can still file a 485 application while it is still pending okay and other other question is if my company doesn't let me go with anybody else can i still get the documents reviewed with you guys no nah, it's not worth spending all that money understand yeah okay okay next person please archana hi rahul this is archana Yes. Uh, my question is uh, like last year I was on H one B and I worked for mm-hmm. like uh, four four to five months only uh, from January mm-hmm. to June. After that I had my delivery, so I went on maternity leave. Uh, due mm-hmm. to this pandemic, I uh, I was not able to join back and uh, um, and I was on leave. I was uh, I was moved to H four uh, dependent visa after that. Uh, so currently, I'm planning to join back. But when I check my current H one status, my current H4 employer. Did you say H four status? No, H four status is still under processing. I just gave mm-hmm. my, I have given my biometrics, but it is not yet mm-hmm. approved. Mm-hmm. Uh, so now I'm uh, planning to join back on my H one. Um, but when I check my the uh, previous employer has revoked it. Uh, so will I be able to uh, transfer it to the another employer? uh how yeah. is it absolutely you can try okay. you can you can move from h4 to h1 yes yeah even though your previous employer revoked the h1b because uh-huh. you're no longer working for him Correct. you can transfer to a different company absolutely no problem with it and he's under okay. obligation to revoke the h1b when you're not working for the company mhm okay okay 
okay so there will be no issues right i can uh, start uh, my h1b with another employer also absolutely you can file for a transfer from h4 to h1 ma'am okay so uh, i mean how is it like i can transfer first and then uh, uh, i need to be a, in a job or uh, both should happen at a time you must have a job then you have to be able to apply for a transfer you can okay. a company cannot file a h1b without a job oh, okay 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 yeah next next question thank you next question. thank you so much banu magante banu Hi. Yes, sir. Are you able to hear me? Yes, I can. Uh, good afternoon, uh, Rahul Reddy. Uh, Banu is my wife. Sure, that's fine. Go ahead. Actually, uh, speaking. Uh, I, I'm getting a lot, lot of cut off from you. So, and we got a bug. Are you able to hear me now? Much better. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm just being closer. So we downgraded in October. and we got any biometrics uh, we had done it and ead ap also we got it the question is regarding cspa so um, my lawyer has done the amendment to the existing i140 we filed it in october right so at that point already across 21 so if it is an amendment my lawyer is telling that we are going in good shape so my son is good for the cspa protection is it right what is your priority date on june uh, 2012 june 2012 so by yes. october um your son was already 21 is right 21 11 months exactly and you filed an amendment in october yes did you file your did you file your uh, did you file your son's for it also yes how on what basis he is uh, we qualify for that that's why how i'm getting a lot of distress from you he said we'll try it get so he, he told me that uh, it's a lot of uh, calculations and he said uh, it might qualify that's what he told me and what basis he said uh, the, the base once at his current biological uh, age and uh, remove the one 140 uh, duration right that's what he has uh, tell us he told But us. his biological is was 22 years approximately yes. 22 yes. years so your your i140 is only pending afterwards you can't detect the period afterwards so after he turns 21 let me ask you this other question what was your previous i140 pending how long for i think 8 to 9 months i don't know exact dates but, but 8 even to 9 if, months even if you you cannot add both of those things even if you add both the things and deduct the time still he is not coming to 21 it's still about 21 you see my point okay okay so i got it, it so no i i would like to i would like to withdraw the forfeit for i don't want the green card to be approved because if it's wrongly approved though he's going to lose his non immigrant status and he will have later on problems too okay I got you. So you suggest to go with the I one forty because we're holding the I one forty premium. So you suggest that to withdraw that and I want to withdraw. I want first. I want to withdraw the four eight five because okay. maybe in July, maybe at that time in October, you know, buyers were so busy. What they said, hey, I'll file. I'll try to look into afterwards because believe me, at that point of time we were so busy. I mean, we just want to get our thing 
out and then he tried to see if there is any provision that's there but i don't see any provision there right now okay he's telling okay. that uh, already it will be considered as the age of the previous year because it's an amendment that's what he's trying to convince but still by the time you file the amendment even if you add both the things is still about 21 if you add the seven months and you add all this time and you detect it from the current age is still about 21 so it doesn't make any sense to me but i140 is still under process right it's still it's no but he's 21 by the time of october okay i got you okay next person please okay thank you ermit sir kiran yeah and no, his, your final action your final action date is not even current in october that's another problem it's not october it's actually july that's going to be the july or june that will be the counting go ahead uh, next person sorry to interrupt you ma'am yeah hello thank you for taking my call so we filed for uh, i140 downgrade in october we've done our biometrics our ead is already here and we're thinking our priority date is february 2013 so we're thinking next month will be current but we haven't gotten the i140 approval yet so what do you suggest we do it's been 8 months since uh, we filed it do you have any kids who are teenagers born in outside the country yeah my son is 17 and a half um i would wait until the august visa bulletin comes in and then i will do the premium processing if i get you so you suggest that if once my date is current i should file for premium right away so i should right. wait another, another month maybe right and how may, how many uh, so because you have so much experience how long is it taking for the i140 uh, approvals these days the regular i140s or the premium processing no no the regular ones it may take one and a half year ma'am for the regular one oh wow okay. because it's a downgrade it's a different process than normal process but the premium they are answering within the month if yeah 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 you're right and we listened to you so we did our medical and anything uh, else that was needed we tried to send it with the interfiling option we do not know if that's been accepted or not so that's fine you did a good job you didn't okay. lose anything but wait okay. until next ne- next month we submit it as soon as it, you get it most probably it'll be current and then you do the premium process okay thank you next person please bhavya here are all so my stand alone h4 ead was filed on january 25th 2021 and it is still pending with uscis some people have reached out to the white house in order to expedite their case and they did receive the approval after that so do you think it is something i should do like what's your suggestion uh, I- I don't know any secret formula for this H4 EAD. Every day, some person will come in a new prospects and tell us something new. Um, there is no. Uh, we used to have a court litigation process that worked very good, but then it started failing, so we are not doing the court litigation process right now. I don't know if you contact the White House if it works. Let me tell you one thing. I would announce it. There will be five hundred thousand people who will be contacting the White House. uh there are a lot of rumors that are there oh i contact the congressman it worked out of a 500000 one person is getting it so yeah nothing wrong in trying so is but there if there is a, my employer could do anything if if you find out anything that the employer or you could do it and you can get the h4ed expedited you let me know so that i i can understand it because i don't i haven't figured it out yet okay Okay, thank you. Okay, sorry about that. But nothing wrong in trying. Okay, sure. Next person, please. 
Trivedi. Yeah. Hi, Rahul. Um, actually, I have a question. My I'm currently on H four EAD, and uh, my H four EAD expired on June twenty first. But my employer filed H one B as cap exempt. Uh, but application reached uh, USCIS on twenty third of June. So when uh, it's a, under premium processing, so do I need to leave the country when H one to be on H one B? Uh, do you have your H4 extension pending? Oh uh, yes, I gave the biometrics, but still it's pending. Okay. And uh, they, they they can always request the USCIS to adjudicate the H4 and H1 at the same time. Had it been filed a day before or two days before, you would have been in good shape. But since they filed after the I-94 expired, sometimes they may not issue a H1B with the I-94. That requires you to go outside the country to get the stamping, but. So the you the lawyer should be able to request the USCIS. Hey, look, buddy, H four is pending. Why don't you adjudicate the H four and H one B at the same time? They may do the adjudication of H four and H one. In that way, you'll be in a good shape. Um. So actually, in this case, my I ninety four has ten day extended validity, so it's not expired. Only my EAD is expired. Ah. So you should be getting the H one B with the I ninety four. I don't think so. You should be leaving the country. Yeah. You're in good shape. Okay. Okay. And one more question. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, actually, my husband's green card priority date is June twenty first, twenty eleven, in EB two. And uh, we didn't downgrade. So, do you think? I mean, we. I mean, is it? I mean, not good or? What were you doing in October? I mean, Did your husband that, send... I mean, it will be a lot of paperwork and it, they might reject or something. So, I mean, it will be current in a few months. So, <laughs> Who said that? <laughs> I mean, it was just our assumption. Yeah, but after that, I mean, I started watching your videos and then I felt that we might have made a wrong decision. Well, do one thing. I mean, definitely it's going to be current. I don't want him to wait until August to be current. I want him to be pre-prepare the application as if it's going to be current and prepare it and get ready to file the proactive application. Address. Don't mm -hmm. miss the boat again, okay? Okay, so I mean, we should not downgrade right now, right? Or do you suggest? If I if I were you, I would wait until July visa bulletin. I'm sorry, mm -hmm. August visa bulletin. And if the August visa bulletin comes the other way around, um, then at that point of time, I would definitely do the downgrade if it doesn't come in. In your in your favor, it come if it comes in your favor, then I will not downgrade. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah. Thank you so much, Rahul. Gayatri, can you put that information for a lot of people are asking about the uh, interfiling birth certificates issues? The link is provided there, guys. Next person, please. Yeah. Thank you. Medha. Hi. Uh, thank you for taking the call. Um, my. Uh, Priority date is May 2016 under EB2. Uh, my H1B extension uh, uh, petition is approved, and I would like to get the Dropbox stamping done in Hyderabad, but the Hyderabad consulates are closed. So now that I heard that, again, this fiscal year, more visas may be issued for uh, filing day for, for 485, I wanted to know if it is safe to travel uh, now uh, to India in case, because I think you have to be physically present here in order to file 485. Definitely not. Definitely not safe to travel. Okay. So, uh, 
is it possible that I could uh, get since Hyderabad consulate is closed? Is it possible that I could get it from uh, Mexico, UK, or Canada? Definitely um, not Mexico, or not UK. Uh, Mexico and Canada sometimes open up the appointment for third na country nationals. But in the preceding one and a half year, though, they were been uh, they uh, they were been uh, uh, they are always been. Uh, postponing the thing, uh, canceling the appointments. So even if you get an appointment in September, are you assured that you're going to be hard in the visa stamping? No. There's a possibility mm -hmm. that they may just cancel it. Okay. 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 Thank you. Next person. Definitely it's not a right time to travel, ma'am. I don't know. It's not. Next person, please. Babu? Babu? Sandy? Hey Rahul, uh, thanks for taking the call. Uh, my priority date is EB2, uh, 2011, uh, December. I made a mistake of not uh, downgrading my application. So right now, if I do the downgrade, I wanna know, let's say in October, if my priority date becomes current in EB2, uh, I mean, does the clock start ticking for 485 application in EB2 again? or does it start from uh, EB3485 application? So if you file for, what do you mean clock? So let's say, I mean, since my EB3 is current, I made uh, while downgrading, I will file 485 along with 140, mm -hmm. right? So let's say in October, uh, my uh, 140 is still pending for EB3 and if EB2 becomes current, then I can withdraw my EB3 140 and uh, do I need to still uh, submit an amendment for uh, one, uh, 485 in the EB3 category or? Uh... No, you have to file. Uh, it would be better that you file. There are two things you can do. You can file a fresh EB2 application um, or you can do an interfiling of EB2 for that one. My question is why, what is that you have so love for EB2? How does it matter? If you get your I-140 approved EB3, if EB3 is moving forward, it's like this. I mean, why would you step from a camel and go back backward running though? No, you know, running race is going on. Whoever <laughs> goes to the end line first will win it. And here is a camel is going faster. It's expected to reach faster. Why do you want to step out of it? Yeah, but uh, EB3 140 is still pending, right, Rahul? It's taking like an yeah. year to get so it. So do premium processing. Get the premium processing approved. Okay, I'm just just in case I'm asking. I mean, if uh, EB2 gets current, I mean, uh, does the 485 application needs to start again from the EB2 filing for the? So you have two options at that time, though. Mm -hmm. If you want to do interfiling, for the interfiling to be effective, your I140 under EB3 has to be approved. That's one way. Interfiling is you say that okay, consider me under EB2. The second option that you have is that you file one more 485 mm -hmm. under EB2. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then withdraw the previous I485. Okay. Okay. All right. Thank you. That's all I have. Next person, please. I would just file the I140 and uh, adjustment of status right now and do the premium processing once I get the receipt notice and do nothing afterwards. Next person, please. Asini. Uh, hi, Rahul. I have a question. Like I sent my medicals to the 485 application where it was sent to. Uh, but do you suggest us to send it to the address uh, in the receipt notice? That's right, sir. Okay. Do you have one more? And how do I know it has been attached to the application? We don't know. Is there any way? We don't know. 
we won't know okay that's just there's no acknowledgement or anyway no by raising foia we'll know by for raising foia or is it a bad idea to add go for foia yeah, yeah i would not do all those things <laughs> okay yeah next person please and i have one more question like uh, if i use uh, ap uh, okay if my wife uses uh, advanced uh, advanced parole or ap ead will it affect mine or both are, both are input independent ones i mean let me ask you this question would you be okay for you to get the green card without your wife no well then practically both will be married to it okay thank you okay next person please ahmed yeah hi rahul how are you so good good Yeah, I have a question Rahul my priority date is uh, April 1 2011 and uh, I filed my for uh, AOS back in October 29th and I got my biometrics and everything done uh, we are still waiting for a, uh, advanced parole and EAD and on June I- I'm current in July visa bulletin for my EB2 priority date I got my uh, uh, I485J picked up uh, well they received it the same day when the uh, when the bulletin was released in June for july so i'm just kind of confused i mean do you think that means they are looking into my case or that was just like a random coincidence what was the incident that happened when the priority become current you said well, on june 16 the july priority uh, july visa bulletin was released on the same day i got my i485j receipt notice uh, no no it's just i'm a, not giving any importance to uh, 485j receipt notice i don't i couldn't figure it out when they do give the receipt notice when they don't why why not when they approve it when they don't approve it why they approve the green card without 485j receipt notice why they approved without 485j approval i have no clue about it we couldn't i couldn't draw a line i couldn't connect it i think so it's just a coincidence okay so by the I'm way gonna... it is current in july it was not current on june 16th anyway right so so another question i have is i mean uh, i'm still waiting on a, uh, ap and ead so is it will it help me if i expedite my ap because ap is already outside of the processing window that will trigger someone to look into my case and approve my gc as well mm, i don't think so I, i i do not want you to expedite it though ap here is a reason um i don't want your ap to be approved i don't want your ead to be approved i want them to deny those two things the reason i want them to deny is i want them to approve your green card and deny the ap in advance green card because they do have a quota they need to have some denials it's a nice denial you would love is it right yes okay so i i personally will not try to explain it okay perfect thank you rahul wana hey grafnon <clears throat> my question is on b2 visitors visa My mom mm-hmm. was here last year. We applied for her extension, uh, but she didn't use it. Uh, she went back to India before before we got the receipt or anything. But then, when she went back to India, her visa got expired. She she went for a visa interview, and then she got her new visa, and she was planning to come back inside US by July fifteenth. But then today, I got a notice from USCIS saying her biometric appointment is on July twentieth. Withdraw it. Withdraw. Withdraw the B two. Withdraw the B two application. Have your mom send a letter to USCIS. Scan letter okay. is good, uh, saying that she's she's already left the country and that's why she wants to withdraw the B two application. Uh, not the B two. Uh, the extension, right? B two extension. extension. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Just sent to to the uh, service center where it came from. 
that's right ma'am okay would there be any problem during the immigration when she gets back no okay. it's not a problem because she filed an extension but let me ask you this question why is she coming back so long so soon why is that she stayed here for 6 months and she's trying to come back it's just some for some personal reasons that she is a problem here is a problem with the cbp though when mm-hmm. they don't understand why moms visit the children for more than 6 i mean more than 3 months they don't understand it your mom okay. was here for a period of 6 months she just left the country now she is coming back how long is she going to stay is she coming it's, back for 10 days 15 days or for a function or is it she coming back for entire 6 months again that is she just coming back for 3 months it's been 6 months since she left so she she stayed out say country for 6 months and after 6 okay, months she's that's a, that's a, that's a reasonable time that's a reasonable time right okay. for her to come back okay okay thank you thank you next person please kishor hello rahul guys i'll take thank the you next two callers guys and after that i will have to close it go ahead kishor hello rahul garu thank you for doing all this it's really great and very helpful uh my question is this i worked for a company for 10 years they did my 140 it got approved in 22 second uh, 22nd june 2011 I joined another mm-hmm. company they got I they they also did my I140 it got approved but it the priority date was not ported though the document was stated correctly we submitted the form they did not uh, uh, you know port the date which and now my priority date is 2019 uh, we tried contacting them we tr- we emailed them wait what is the priority date you said my first priority date is 22nd June 2011 why did not you file for it application approval my company did not do eb3 they said there are so many complications they didn't they said they don't want to downgrade eb3 so okay. yeah um it's going to so be so did you I, say june it's going to be current in august is right probably yes yes uh, i want you to get a copy of your i140 petition that you filed that your company filed in 2012 though um i foia foia I got it. I have that, it with me. You have it. Do you see any withdrawal in there? No. I also contacted my previous company. Check that if they revoked my I one forty or revoked my H one. They said everything. Can you also get a copy of your current company's I one forty? Also, did they include okay. the? Uh, uh, did they include that information of yes. the uh, of the of the previous I one forty approval in there? Yes, I had three I one forties in there. First I one forty was my previous one got company. Got it. Second I one forty. So, so, okay. so, so, what I do is when I file the four eight five application for people like you, I put a sheet saying that, hey, buddy, his priority date is supposed to be two thousand eleven, not two thousand nineteen. Here is the documentation for it. The I one forty approval for it. I will also enclose the first sheet of the FOIA information saying that it's not been withdrawn, and I would send them a notice that look, do not reject in the mail room. Take it to okay, the supervisor if you need to reject it. So in that way, they are already alert that the lawyer knows that there is something odd about this case. So they don't look into 2019 and then send the application back. You see the point? We have done that several times, and they are fine with it. Okay, so you you were too fast. So let me just uh, note, uh, repeat what you said. I have to put a sheet uh, with 2011 documentation, include the first sheet of FOIA, and also put a notice. I one forty. I one I one forty approval too. Previous I one forty approval. And put a note. Put a note. Do not, not reject in the mail room. I, I, take it to the supervisor. Yeah, right. Okay. 
Okay, so there is no harm in doing four eighty five with all this situation, right? I also Absolutely tried doing not. S. I also do tried doing SR request, but nothing came back. They never called me. I, they never did that's anything. okay. That's okay. okay. That's not a big deal. That's shouldn't not be a problem. problem. They never. Yeah, it's not make it a problem. All right. Next so I could person. Go ahead and do four eighty five. Thank yeah. you. Sir. Next person. Thank you so this much. will be the last person, guys. I have some appointments. Sorry. Thank you. Amit. Hello. Hi, uh, Rahul. This is Amit. Uh, can you hear me? Yes, Amit. Great. Okay, thank you. So basically, I joined my current employer in uh, September of 2020, and I have a priority date of December 2012. But I did contact in my previous uh, employer, and without joining them, I was able to do downgrade and 485 uh, uh, application. So my question is, uh, if I have to do supplement J in my current with my current employer, is it possible? Because I I filed four eighty five. Oh wait, wait. What about the I one forty? Was it approved? So I basically last week itself I gave it for premium because uh, my dates were current. As soon as I one forty is approved, I will convert into premium. Ah, uh, for it, I will have the current company file a four eighty five J supplement. I just want to wait until this I one forty is approved. Okay, just wanted to know that because I joined after, uh, like before I filed my four eighty five in my current company. is it still possible it's not like after 6 months only you have to join the new company that 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 kind of law is not there right wait Because did you so you joined the downgraded company before filing the 485 is that what you said to me no no so i i did not join them so i'm still with my current company but uh, i asked them to file it but the application is filled with them I, but, uh, so 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 the company that filed a downgrade application of 485 you did not work starting from september of 2020 you are not working for that company that's no. perfectly all right that perfectly all right you can okay. file the 485j supplement but i just want to wait until i140 is approved yeah, yeah i think i'm waiting maybe another week it should be done thank you guys okay. the next next conference call will be tomorrow at 11 o'clock Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites: rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.